Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show, Fibromyalgia Real Solutions with Amanda Love. And today's guest is Joanne. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Amanda. I really appreciate you having me on. Uh, Your story is so inspiring. And I love the fact that you're doing this podcast and sharing so much great information with your audience. So thanks for inviting me. Thank you so much. That means a lot. So tell me, I would love to know your story. Okay. Well, um, I'm an eating psychology coach and my journey with eating challenges, I guess, um, about 20 years ago or so, I had a lot of allergies and I was on different medications for them and they'd work for a while and then they'd stop. And I ran into someone, I think it was someone speaking at my work who was a chiropractor and had a different approach. And I went to see him and did some allergy testing, food sensitivity testing, you know, that whole deal. Right. And, you know, really learned uh, a different way of eating. And there were a lot of foods that were causing a lot of inflammation and Basically, I cured my allergies um, by changing my diet. So I really saw the power of food as medicine. However, the flip side of that, which I think has brought me to this journey that I'm at now, um, had to do with my beliefs about food and starting to label foods as good or bad and having a lot of stress around eating. For the first time in my life, really, I didn't worry about it too much up till that point. And so as in going through the program at the Institute for the Psychology of Eating, which I know you went through that program too, that's how we connected, um, helped me really transform my ideas about food and, um, you know, understanding how much our beliefs affect our actual metabolism and digestion. And so for me, it's, it has been a journey of trying to um, understand how that affects my eating challenges. And I've come to a place where I, I have a lot of peace around food and I don't see it as the enemy anymore. Food is not the enemy. We need food to survive, right? Yeah. So, and it's meant to be pleasurable. Right. And um, so... That's, that's where I am now. And I like to help other people get to that place of, of not always judging ourselves, judging our bodies, judging what we eat, that perfection is not the answer, but, you know, having self-acceptance, self-compassion and understanding and curiosity of why we do the things we do um, just makes such a huge difference in living a happy life. Yeah. We all want to live a happy life and yeah. Yeah. You can, in the end, your whatever you think is perfect, a perfect body, if you get there, which most likely you're not going to get there, <laughs> it's, it's not, it's still, you're going to be like, oh, I still am not happy. Exactly. You know, I think we think that, you know, getting to this ideal weight or this ideal. Yeah body or having the perfect diet, because I was on the quest for the perfect diet for many, many years. Um, That's actually not the answer. It has to come from inside out. And until we accept ourselves as we are now, it's hard to move forward and actually transform. 
And it's, it's hard to learn that because we don't, in our culture, that's not what we're taught. You know, we have all these ideas of what's going to make us happy. And in the end, it's just loving and accepting ourselves is what really it comes down to. Not that that's easy, but. <laughs> well, yeah, I find we don't, if we don't love ourselves, then how are we supposed to love other people? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I guess, the other piece of what I do with my coaching um, has to do with stress and the whole response of stress to our body. As you know, most people know that stress has a big impact on health, but I think it's kind of the missing piece to how it impacts our digestion and our metabolism. Right. And so, you know, not just eating under stress, but having this chronic low level stress in our lives has a huge impact on our metabolism. And so like right now going through this pandemic where people have, you know, really been in a very uncertain and stressful time, it makes sense that people will have gained weight or have emotional eating issues because when we're under stress, we kind of go to our strategies that we learned when we were growing up of how to deal with stress, how to stuff our emotions. Most of us right. didn't learn to express our emotions no. healthily. <laughs> so they get oh. stuck in our body and we stuff them with food. So when our body's under stress, you know, we go through this whole physio- physiological cascade of events that are directly opposed to what we need when we're trying to digest and metabolize our food. So, you know, we're, we're in a state where we're trying to run away from a cyber saber tooth tiger, not yeah. eat, you know, our, our digestion actually shuts down when we're under stress and we release a lot of uh, hormones like cortisol and, you know, blood rushes to our extremities, not our digestive tract. Right. And so it's really important to think about what kind of stressors we are experiencing and, and try to replace those with things that make us happy, that make us feel connected, that bring us pleasure or purpose. Cause those are the things that are gonna put us into that relaxation space. So that's just another piece. <laughs> yeah, I think stress is such a big thing right now. And if we're not relaxed as we're, as we're eating, then it affects our digestive system affects us. And we need to get back to just calming ourselves down. Exactly. Because yeah. if we're not calm, then that's gonna, the health issues are gonna come up because we're eating so, stre- we're eating under stress and everything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that relation relaxation response is known as rest and digest and we can't digest unless yeah. we're in that space right if we're eating as we're cooking or have the kids if we're if we have kids and we're not sitting down and relaxing because we're feeding the kids and stuff so yeah i mean this this time right now is is hard for everyone things have 
been very stressful, so uncertain, and we are at home more. We're around the kitchen more. Like right. so we're, we're cooking our own food all the time, which has its benefits, but it also can be challenging. So trying to figure out strategies to, to relax and slow down, you know, to take some deep breaths before you eat or, you know, just try to eat more slowly and have gratitude um, and be really aware of what we're eating. And there's a whole, as you, I'm sure you know, there's that whole phase of digestion, the cephalic phase digestive response that happens before we even take a bite. It's that head, head part of digestion. Yeah. We can take that time to be really aware of what we're eating with all of our senses. Take that pause to get literally the digestive juices flowing. Right. <laughs> it will impact us in very positive ways. <laughs> so those are, you know, those are practices though. It's hard to change habits of eating quickly, not paying attention, not being mindful of our food. Um, when that's generally what most people do, we live in a fast culture, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? We eat, 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 and we just, we don't even think of the consequences. Yeah. Yeah. We're just not paying attention. It's just one more thing to check off the list instead of something to really take the time to enjoy. So, yeah. <laughs> so what, what are some tips you could tell people to like with the stress? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that, um, is helpful is to make an inventory of things that you can, it can be either things that bring you energy or drain your energy or things that bring you pleasure or nourishment and really take a look at the things that you can do that you have control over. You can right. take the things out that are not giving you those things and meeting those needs because those are your stressors and then bringing more into your life, into your daily life, pick one thing every day. And though that can really bring more joy and relaxation into your life, as well as, you know, some of the things I mentioned before, some specific strategies while eating, yeah, slowing down, seeing if you can, you know, if you eat a similar thing for a certain meal every day, pick that meal and see how long it takes you to eat it right. and then strive to take twice as long to finish that meal in the yeah. future. That's a good way to try to really get present about how quickly or slowly you're eating and then taking five or 10 deep breaths before you eat um, and becoming present while you eat and before you eat. And if you can't do it then, and you think about it later, it's like, okay, take some deep breaths and just reflect on that. Not in a judgment way, but right. curious way. Like, oh, that's interesting. Wow, I just ate my whole meal and I wasn't even thinking about it, you know? Right. That's interesting. I wonder what was going on before I ate that made me feel so, so yeah. stressed. Yeah. So. I, I always tell people you gotta write things down you're not going to remember. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You got to make the connection 
why were you so stressed out? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that relates to emotional eating. You know, a lot of times we think we're emotionally eating. Um, you know, there's something wrong with us when you know we're just actually reacting to an emotion. <laughs> Probably right before you ate, something happened either earlier in the day or right before you ate. Maybe you just got off the yeah. phone with someone and had a bad conversation. Right. Or you had a fight with your, your kid or whatever, um, or you're unhappy with something that you did. And then you turn to food for comfort. And that makes sense, right? To think about it that way. Yeah, being reflective and it's like, oh, okay, what are some other things that I could do that would meet those same needs for just comfort and nourishment and help me calm down? Maybe I can go outside or maybe I can call a friend or, you know, there's, you can make those kinds of lists too, to try to shift those habits and replace them with something else that would meet the same needs. Yeah, because I find if you're emotional eating, there's something that you had that something happened during that day that makes you want to eat that food or you just might be tired. Exactly. <laughs> right. And exactly. then it, and it's like, well, then maybe instead of staying up an hour later, go to, go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. I think that permission to rest and yeah. relax is really important because in our culture, yeah. we're not, we don't value those things. And we feel bad if we're not doing enough, you know? Yeah. And when our body is screaming out, please stop, please take a break. Right. You know, rest and relax. So that's how we can heal. And especially when you have a chronic illness or, um, you know, other health symptoms it's so important and our body is trying to give us that message and we don't want to listen because we just no. want to go, go, go. So, yeah. And I, st I still work on that myself. It's like, I got to take a break. I got to relax. And it's, it's a hard thing to do, but you have to do it or you're going to burn yourself out. Exactly. And I think weight and emotional eating and energy and fatigue, all of these things are just symptoms that our body is using to get our attention. Weight is yeah. a great one because most people pay attention when they gain weight. Right. So, we do. Yeah. It's such an, a, a thing in our culture. Right. You know, we don't, we don't want that. We want to fight against that. But if we right. can just take a different perspective and just listen, like what's going on? Why, you know, what, what stresses am I under? You know, do I not like my job? Did I lose my job this year? You know, do I have too yeah. many people in my house every day all the time? And I don't have any time to myself or any space for myself. Am I, do I need to slow down? Yeah. You know, there's so much we can learn from our challenges, whether they be health challenges or eating challenges and that's what I love about what I do is there's so many, so much area to work, you know, so much to explore and it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. It's all about personal growth and development, you know? So. And yeah, it's personal growth and you want to, this whole year has should have taught us that we need to slow down. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I, a lot of people are learning that. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, that's, tr that's 
one of the things I try to get out, it's you want to, you need to slow down or you're not going to get through the, whatever we have coming up in the next year or two. Right. Exactly. You don't want to burn yourself out. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. is there anything else you would like to share with the audience? Um, you know, one thing that I'm really passionate about is that we, especially around eating issues, you know, we, most of us spend so much time and energy focusing on, you know, like I said, looking good, weighing a certain amount, right. eating the right food. Yeah. We have so much more to give in this world. Like we all have gifts to share. Yeah. And I, I just want people to consider, you know, what is it that you have to share and what do you want to spend your time and energy on? And it's so important to have a good sense of purpose and having me have meaning in our lives and spend time doing things that really bring us joy and truly nourish us. So that's what I, I love to do. So <laughs> I love it. It's, it's exactly what my mission is too, is you all, we all have a purpose mm -hmm. and we're here to serve other people. So yeah, it's not about us. <laughs> even though society makes it seem like it's about us mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's great so thank you for coming on the show where can everyone find you i am um on linkedin um my my sessions are on a platform called wellset w-e-l-l-s-e-t which is a platform for wellness practitioners but people can also just connect with me by email and then I can share more information my email is joanne.bodywisdom at gmail.com and I also do free 30-minute consultations so if you want to find out more I'm happy to talk with you and yeah thank you so much for having me Amanda thank you so much and we'll put I'll put that all in the show notes Okay, great. Thanks. So thank you. It was a wonderful conversation. Yes, thank you too.